Shenanigans! Shenanigans! You're listening to Shenanigans, the podcast. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another installment of the Shenanigans podcast. It has been a very long time since my last episode, uh, June 24th, actually, to be precise. Uh, Sorry to anyone who does listen to the podcast and has been wondering when it's coming, uh, when the next episode is coming, Um, admittedly, and I think I've hinted to this previously, but uh, it can just be really hard to keep this motivation going when you're working full time and also just, I guess, dealing with the anxieties of the world's situation at the moment, the whole pandemic. Um, But the motivation to keep the podcast alive is definitely still there. It's just to, um, I've got to plan it properly and actually get down to recording these episodes. So, um, there is more coming. I've got a lot of plans for what uh, episodes are coming up. So, uh, don't, uh, think that this is the end. Uh, and please send suggestions if you've got any, um, topics, themes, you know, people that you'd like to hear more about, um, throw the stuff at me, send the, through the socials, all the different methods of communication, send your ideas through. I really want to start embracing people's concepts and ideas if anybody wants to send stuff through. Uh, this episode is going to be a shorter one than usual, uh, hopefully. Um, I just want to give an update of what's happened since the last episode, uh, just in terms of the pandemic and also just uh, in terms of some other things that I wanted to talk about that I've kind of been holding on to and wanted to talk about. So, Um, I'll bring those up and at the end I want to talk about some podcasts that uh, I want to recommend based on other recommendations I got. Uh, There's some great Indigenous podcasts that I've started to listen to um, and I want to pass the message on so I can really shed some light on those. Uh, So as I mentioned, the pandemic's still going. Um, Victoria, where I live at the moment, uh, it's getting worse over time. We're getting a lot of the same numbers, uh, quite high for our standards. I mean, we're not definitely... By comparison with other countries and stuff, obviously, we're not getting the same numbers, but I also think when you talk about the percentage of cases versus population, I mean, they're still pretty high, so it's, it's scary for us. Um, in Victoria, we're in the midst of a six-week lockdown, so uh, it's stage four restrictions, we're calling it, um, and that's six weeks at least. We don't know if it's going to go any longer than that. Uh, they just started the other day, so what, uh, Wednesday, well, Thursday, so what, two days ago, three days ago. Uh, we started officially, so uh, we're on a curfew, uh, so we have to be home, if we're not going to work and everything, we have to be home between the hours of 8 a, uh, eight p.m. till 5 a.m. the next morning, uh, you're not to leave the house for any other reason, unless it's for work, um, or providing care or anything like that, um, and then during the working hours, uh, you're not supposed to be going to work unless you're one of the exempt businesses, so something essential, uh, which the kind of work that I do is um, the, the, the company that I work for, you know, it's not considered one of the categories of essential work, which I'm glad for that because I think um, the more people we have going out and about every day during this period, it's just going to, it's not going to make a difference to what we're trying to do with the um, the pandemic. So I'm all for this lockdown. Um, uh, it can almost be controversial to admit that, but I really am. Um, I think whatever we can do to help minimize these numbers, get this, this uh, outbreak down um, because, you know, the state that I live in at the moment, we've got the highest transmission at the moment in the country. And there's no surprises why sometimes. I mean, everyone will have their own opinions of how things go and, you know, mistakes made by, you know, whether it's the government or people in general. But look, at the end of the day, we're at where we are, where we at right now. Um, so my mindset is just let's focus on the future and let's just solve this problem rather than 
spend days and weeks and months carrying on about how we got here. Um, I just don't think that changes anything. Um, they can do their things and worry about their problems after the pandemic is done. Uh, but for now, let's just focus on getting rid of this. So um, what I do want to say, though, before I move on, because I don't want this to be pandemic central episode, but um, or centric episode, but I do really feel for those who haven't been able to work at all because of lockdowns and restrictions or those who have had their jobs you know, severely restricted or reduced. Um, I really, I really, you know, feel for those people and I really hope that you'll be able to access, you know, the financial compensations that are available for people through the government uh, based on, you know, a, a loss of jobs or, you know, hours and money through your usual pay packets. So hopefully, and if you don't know about them, please just look at, look online, find out information, try and get through to, um, to the services that are available because it's really important um and yeah i'm just i'm i'm finding it hard um like my motivation about the pandemic and just my general mood has dropped a lot recently i mean i think i'm better now because i can work from home and i start to i'm starting to feel safe again or safer um because i'm not leaving the house unless i absolutely need to and i mean i'm only going to go for shopping so um, in terms of groceries and I haven't needed to do that for a while because I've you know, already got enough at home to keep going so um, I just I'm, I'm finding myself it's more the people's attitudes that I'm starting to really struggle with um, whether it's people I know online whether it's people just the media or the news um, just some of the attitudes I'm hearing they're just really really idiotic and I mean we all have opinions and we all have to obviously believe what we believe but some of the opinions just show how selfish and how ignorant some people can be. And I don't want to go into specific opinions or specific vibes that have set me off like this, but because um, that's not what this channel is going to be about, or this um, podcast is about. But oh, it's just, I think it's really bringing out the worst in some people and it's starting to show who people really are. Um, they might have been able to mask these sort of horrible attitudes and opinions before the pandemic, but now it's really bringing them to the surface. And it's definitely made me question the integrity and the, I guess, the humanity of some people and it's really going to change my opinion of them from now on or has changed my opinion of those people from now on. So I just feel like when we ever get to the other side of this pandemic, I think some changes are really, globally, I think, but, but just in my life in particular, I think there are going to be some changes because, yeah, I just don't yeah i just don't understand how people have that in them but anyway that that is what it is so uh what i'm going to do now is uh we'll go to the next segment this is just i guess the intro intro but i'll talk about some other updates in the next segment um you know a bit of sad stuff but that's just the nature of what's going on in the world at the moment so uh yeah uh listen through to the next segment Now for some sad news again. <laughs> I mean, I think the pandemic's sad enough, but uh, some sad news in the celebrity world um, with the tragic passing of Naya Rivera. Uh, she's best known as Santana Lopez in the show Glee. Um, and Glee, for me personally, is one of those shows that I'm always going to have at the top of my list of favourite shows, uh, just for so many reasons, and that I'll probably get elaborated on in multiple episodes going forward, but... Um, Santana was definitely my favourite character throughout that show and Naya just was a standout um, you know, she just made that show 
just amazing um, for the, her parts and her storylines and stuff like that. Um, Naya, um, the the tragic passing element was um, she was out swimming on a lake uh, with her son. They rented out a boat and uh, obviously went swimming and did what they did. And uh, sadly, her son was luckily he's alive, but he was found. Um, her four year old son Josie was found on the boat sleeping, uh, wearing a life jacket. Um, by some other people that were, I can't remember exactly because I don't really want to go reading the story again, but um, basically, yeah, somebody found him. I don't know if it was they were looking for the, the where they were or whatever, but they found him in the boat sleeping. Um, upon questioning him, he said that his mum disappeared or didn't, you know, she was there swimming and she's not there anymore. Um, poor little kid. I mean, it's just heartbreaking. And um, But the after... A, finding her body eventually and all the other stuff that happened and the autopsy reports and stuff. Um, sadly, she drowned. Um, so she drowned in that lake and uh, over a period of hours or whatever it was. But I guess all reports and sources are suggesting that the likelihood was that while they were swimming or while she was swimming with the son, um, and I don't think she was wearing a life jacket by the seam of it considering she drowned, um, there must have been some kind of a swell or some kind of a rip or tide or something in that lake and I don't understand it but um, thankfully it seems as though she managed to you know, have enough strength to hoist her son into the boat and keep him alive um, but sadly she wasn't able to so look it's, it's so heartbreaking for so many reasons um, just obviously she's only 33 and that's the same age that I'm at at the moment so not to make this about myself but you know just the fact that she's still quite young um, obviously as a young son, uh, really young son. And I mean, thankfully the ex-husband, um, in the family is still connected to the son. So obviously he'll be able to be there for his own kid. And she's obviously got a big family and stuff that can help as well. But, um, you know, talented person. I mean, I don't know if anybody else follows her or knows kind of what she gets up to, but she's an amazing singer, amazing dancer. Um, you know, just obviously had a lot more to, 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 to do with her life. And look, to be honest, I don't really get affected usually by celebrity deaths. I mean, Princess Diana was one. Um, and to be honest, I can't think too heavily of some other ones that have really affected me like that. But, um, yeah, this one just really broke me and, uh, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it's horrible. So obviously, you know, you, you want to wish the best for anybody that's been left behind by her passing, you know, family, her son, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. So as you'll probably hear later, um, I'll probably be doing some Glee related content going forward. So all of that will be really in tribute to her. Um, just because she's the reason I keep, I kept watching it. I mean, I did like the show generally. It was a great show, but if it wasn't for her character. I don't know if I would have persisted to the very end, but yeah, her character just kept me wanting to watch more and more. Um, so she's just been an amazing part of it and uh, yeah, I just I'd like to pay tribute to her in a way by keeping that kind of legacy going. In other Glee related news, uh, Leah Michelle, who is known for playing Rachel Berry on the show, the main lead, uh, she's been dragged through the mud uh, his, uh, for some historical bad behaviour. Um, it's a bit of a trend for this year, um, I guess with cancel culture and everything else that's been going on. Um, she's been yeah dragged through um, based on bad behaviour that's been reported behind the scenes on Glee or whether it's been through other things that she's done because she's definitely done a lot of musical theatre and stuff in the past. Um, so, yeah, she, a lot of people are coming out and making accusations of her bad behaviour. Um, she's currently three months pregnant and, uh, you know, obviously that's a hard time. It's a hard thing to be going through already plus then getting ripped through on social media. Um, 
But yeah, the controversy started. She made a post, um, and I can't remember the dates, and again, I'm not going to go hunting for all this info, but recently, um, before Naya's sad passing though, um, she had made a post on Twitter, I think it was, one of the social media outlets, uh, supporting the Black Lives Movement, uh, Black Lives Matter movement. And uh, what she wrote inherently wasn't seemingly a bad thing. Like most people wouldn't have thought anything of it. They would have just thought that she was an ally, a you know, supporter. Um, you know, I, I spoke about this in a previous episode about, you know, white people and their grandstanding and stuff, but she legitimately had a nice, like a good post. Like it wasn't anything to, it was a very supportive post for the movement. And then came the next stage, which was a former clo- uh, co-star from the show, um, on Glee, uh, Samantha Marie Ware. Uh, she uh, was known as Jane, uh, she was the character Jane in season six. So she came at the sort of tail end of the show. Um, for those that have watched the show. And she decided to do a a direct reply to that Twitter post, the tweet, um, just including some dreadful accusations, um, you know, just some accusations of the treatment that she'd received from Leah. um, And, like, she'd called Leah out for traumatic uh, microaggressions on set. Um, There was a comment that she was going to shit in her wig. Like, just really distasteful and terrible things that she decided to come out with and basically said that... um, you know, Leah had ruined her time on the show, basically. So it obviously created a bit of a ripple in the social media hemisphere because, you know, everyone thought Leah Michelle was, you know, butter couldn't melt in her mouth, even though there was some dramatic stuff that happened kind of through the show, including a, a feud or a reported feud with Naya um, through the show, um, which I think a lot of people believed because there were some uh, reduced... Uh, appearances by Naya in the final season including the last episode she wasn't actually in the last episode so um things started to take even a nastier turn uh when other co-stars or extras started to come out with their own stories about diva behavior or unacceptable behavior um and so then she came out with an apology following that um she did one of those quintessential celebrity apologies where they type something out in a notes app screenshot it and then post it on instagram or whatever they do um and it got really, it got blasted as a non-apology because uh, basically she was apologizing for how she was perceived um, or how her actions could have been perceived in a negative way or something like that. So it was very much a not really taking accountability for things that she may or may not have done. Um, and then it got even more full on because people from the show, from Glee, some of her co-stars, um, so um, Heather Morris who played Brittany and um, just a few other people, um because obviously they're doing interviews for their own stuff or people are calling them for comment and, you know, they're asking, is Leah, is Leah racist? Is she this? Does she act like a diva? Was she this? Was she a terror on set? And so they're all obviously trying to be diplomatic by the seam of it because, you know, it's it became very obvious and for those that kind of have watched the, the actors of the cast following the show, it became very obvious from the years that since this show finished that there was no love lost between... Leah and a lot of the cast. I mean, they would be very nice about her, but it was very clear that they weren't clicky with her. They weren't overly, you know, besties with her. Um, they all stayed friendly. They all stayed together. They a lot of, did a lot of endeavors together. And if they were doing interviews and they'd ask about, you know, Leah, they would be very like pointed looks at each other as if to be like, oh, yeah, we don't talk to her sort of thing. So it became very obvious that, yeah, Leah was probably a very divisive person. And the rest of the cast kind of banded together in spite of that. But, um, yeah, so they would like they wouldn't go and pinpoint her behavior as being bad, but they would definitely imply that Leah was either difficult or that there was a bit more of a toxic culture on set. Um, 
but to the credit of some of the cast, I mean, not that they did anything wrong, but to their credit, they were still trying to be very, you know, appropriate. Um, and they would just stipulate that they didn't think that Leah was specifically racist because that was a big accusation that was thrown at her by a lot of people. Um, yeah, it got pretty messy. Like, it, messy so much that um, she even lost a sponsorship with HelloFresh, the, um, the food delivery service that does, like, you know, they send you the ingredients and you make your own meals out of it. Um, yeah, she had a sponsorship with them recently and they cut that because of the, all the drama that was coming from her involvement in this saga. Um, and look, I mean, not that I really want to weigh in on it because I'm, I'm not exactly a celebrity, I'm not exactly a reporter or anything like that, but I guess all I'd want from the situation is just to kind of point out that, you know, a lot of what's been alleged and, you know what, I'm probably more inclined to believe it because you see kind of the way she is as the character and you think, oh, is this real? Is this her real behavior just coming out in the show? Or did they write it for her based on what they know she's like? Um, but like, regardless of that, whatever she may, may not have done about that, you'd hope that having been years from this show that she's grown from it. I mean, she's, in fact, I think she was born the same year as myself as well. So she's got to be a 33, 34 year old woman. You would hope that at this point of her career, she's grown from it or, maybe with what's been going on in Hollywood over the last, you know, period of years, you know, through the Me Too movement and all these other uh, situations where people's bad behaviour has been called out, you would hope any involvements or projects she'd be involved in wouldn't tolerate that kind of behaviour as much as they, it used to be. Because um, I found with Glee, it seemed very much like that show was centred around her. Um, and I've been seeing some interviews that have popped up on YouTube and stuff, and it's very clear that Ryan Murphy, the creator, very much put her on a a very high pedestal from the start. Um, you know, wanted her to be his next Barbara or the next Barbara Streisand or Patti Lapone or something like that. So he definitely elevated her status, which meant her being a certain way originally probably fueled that. Um, not to say that it's anybody's fault other than the people doing the behavior, but still, um, you just don't know. Um, so I'd hope that, yeah, she's grown from it, grown from that kind of behavior as it is, but ho hopefully this whole thing has just made her take the negativity and, you know, put it towards her continuing growth. You'd hope so. But, and look, she's pregnant. She's, you know, supposed to be having a child, you know, supposed to be having a happy pregnancy with, you know, this incoming, uh, you know, upcoming child. Hopefully that, you know, the rest of her pregnancy isn't marred by, you know, these kind of horrible accusations or comments thrown at her. Um, but yeah, I'm sure this will come up as I talk about Glee going forward. So yeah, through those particular stories, it's made me definitely... I guess nostalgic about the show Glee, I mean, in weird ways, because obviously Naya passed away, but it makes me want to see the good stuff that she did. And with the Leah side of things, it makes me want to watch it just to see how bad her behaviour actually was and see if I could see it float through the show. Um, so yeah, I, I've i decided that I want to do like a recap, or as I'm going to really awkward, uh, stupidly call it, the Glee cap. Um, I'd like to go back and actually watch the show properly. I had already started watching some of the episodes back. I think I've gotten a couple of seasons in, but um, what I'm going to do, I think, is do like an episode dedicated to each season. So um, I'll just do like six episodes or maybe a few more, depending on how I want to spread it out. But I'd like to just go through it and just, yeah, highlight the good parts, the weird parts, the, you know, the awesome songs that they, because I was a big fan and still am a big fan of a lot of the songs that came from that. Um, it was such a phenomenon and... A lot of the music got into the charts, like especially in America. Like there was a stage, I was listening to an interview today and there was a stage where when they first started, nine of the top 10 songs on the charts in America were Glee songs. Um, I don't know if it was like the main charts or if it was like streaming charts or whatever it was, but 
that's insane. Like, I don't think any artist has ever, or any kind of musical offering has ever had that happen in one hit. Because, um, you know, bands don't usually do nine plus songs out on the charts at the same time. So they were really breaking records. And it's just, yeah, there's no surprises as to why it was so popular. Um, so, yeah, I'll be doing that going forward. Um, so that's probably what the next few episodes might be. Just have some of the recaps or the glee caps. Um, and I'll try and mix some other stuff in because... I'm aware that not everybody probably wanted to watch Glee when it was on. Some people probably did watch it and then decided it wasn't for them. And some people probably just couldn't give a toss. So um, I don't want to make this just about... I don't want this make this whole podcast to just become a Glee podcast. But um, yeah, we'll do a bit of a recap and uh, hopefully people are in- entertained on that. So uh, so for the next segment, uh, I'll talk about some of the podcasts that I'd like to recommend uh, for any of you that want to listen out and see um, what else you could be listening to. All right, we'll see you on the next segment. Hello and welcome back. So finally, I would like to use this episode, as I said previously, to highlight podcasts or media that uh, has been created and involves, you know, people of the black communities or uh, through the indigenous communities, because I think, um, I don't know how much of a difference I can personally make otherwise, unless I'm really just trying to help educate or make other people aware on stuff that I'm hearing and seeing. Um, And I don't think that this is exactly the most dramatic way to do it or the most beneficial way to do it but something is better than nothing i feel um so these were actually uh, there's two podcasts i'm going to recommend and i have added them to my list i'm about to actually start listening to this weekend so um i'd heard like the first few minutes of each but like i'm actually going to dedicatingly listen to them as i'm progressing through my podcasts um but they were actually recommended by m rossiano um uh, who i'm a massive fan of i think i've mentioned her a few times through this podcast um, she's got her own podcast called the Emsolation Podcast, so I definitely encourage you to listen to that one if you want to hear her. Um, I've recommended it to a few friends, and they've been listening to it since, and they love it as well. So um, that's what it is. It's the power of the word of mouth, and hopefully this podcast will eventually have that kind of effect, but no. Um, so yeah, the two podcasts that uh, I wanted to, to recommend, based on what I've heard about them, they sound really interesting, and I can't wait to listen to them properly. Um, so the first one's called Debutante, uh, Race, Resistance, and Girl Power. And it actually involves uh, Miranda Tapsell. Uh, she's a, a, a great actress, an Indigenous actress. She's part of um, the movie The Sapphire. She's been in a lot of other stuff. Um, and any time I've seen her in interviews or seen her on things, she's hilarious. Got a, quite a quite a captivating um, appearance about her. And from what I understand of this podcast, it's about um, it's about the deb or the debutante scene um, through the Indigenous communities. I actually had no idea that there was a big involvement with that. Um, in the indigenous indigenous community. So, um, yeah, I plan to definitely listen to that. Um, so, yeah, I'll just repeat that name. So, Debutante, and it's Race, Resistance, and Girl Power. So, definitely get onto that one. And you can, I dare say, find that on most streaming uh, podcast sites. I've definitely found it on the one that I listen to. Um, and then the other one's called Always Was, Always Will Be Our Stories. And it sounds, um, from what I've gathered, it's, uh, you know, people talk about, you know, stories in the indigenous communities and just how people have kind of, made strides and stuff like that in what they do so um, I'm definitely going to give that one a listen as well so um, yeah check it out Um, if you've got any comments on them let me know or if you manage to get onto more episodes than I get to tell me what you're thinking of them Uh, and I'll try and do more of that kind of recommendation stuff as I go along as I start to hear more things or even if it's just through these podcasts if there's a really great episode that I'm hearing I'll definitely recommend them as I can because I don't want these 
this um, recommendations to just be um, a token gesture or anything like that. I want this to be legitimately something that carries on through this podcast. So with that in mind, uh, be well, be safe. If you're in a place where it's supposed to be, please wear your masks. Um, it's just to be safer. I mean, even if you don't have to wear one, it can't hurt to wear them. Unless, of course, you've got a reason why you can't. I mean, obviously, if you've got asthma or some kind of serious condition where masks are causing a problem, obviously, take care of yourself. Wear whatever you can to keep safe. Because um, I really do not... I cannot stand these people that are just not wearing them for the sake of them. It drives me nuts. Uh, wash your hands, sanitize, and please don't engage in behavior that's going to spread this behavior or this virus unnecessarily. So... If you're supposed to be on lockdown, please stop going to parties and things that you shouldn't be doing. It's just, it's not helping. It is making things worse. Um, but until then, lots of love and goodbye listeners. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to The Shenanigans Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated. For more information or to get in touch, please use any of the social media handles attached to this podcast. This is Shane signing out.